Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Wilson in Patty's Playhouse on Real Talk 93.3 FM. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about flipping. Some investors like to flip, some investors like to hold. So we're going to talk about flipping, holding, staging the flip or staging the uh, rental when you're getting ready to sell it. And then we'll talk about our gold. So we're going to talk. It's a lot in the flip world. A lot going on in In the seller's market. The market's changed. Right now, we're still in a seller's market. It's all about locations. That's what we'll talk about in a little bit. Say hi to Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. <laughs> How are you, Scott? How was your week? My week was good. It was good? Yeah. Good for you. I'm letting it uh settle in. Let it hang? Yeah, the kids are back in school, and so are we. Because you have two, two. two college-age kids living here, and yes. one, one back in. Correct. And they are... Very needy. Yeah, well, it's nice to have them around, right? I said I'm jealous. It definitely is. There's no doubt about that. Because I'm an empty nester for sure. My kids aren't coming back. Well, I am to a degree. They happen to be in town, but don't live with me. So the best of both worlds. (laughs) (laughs) They're close, but not. If you get to pay for it. Yeah, they're close, but not in my home. So we've had quite a few um, opportunities to see other agents and investors flips recently which is what brought me to hmm. this 
topic. Yeah. Because a- some homes should not be flipped ever. True. <laughs> we in defining flip. I, think, I mean, how I do you, how would you define flip, Scott? Well, to me, it's taking a property and reinventing it from a perspective of it being not only foundationally good, but as well as aesthetically good. And if you're going to do it, you have to do both. You can't do one or the other. Well, to me, a flip is you buy a home, you fix it up, you want to be able to sell it in less than 90 days. Should, yes. That, to me, is a flip. Yes, but but in that, in those stages, there is what I'm witnessing or seeing on the market is what they're doing in terms of fixing it up mm-hmm. to your statement. Right. So it's interesting to me. What do you think they're fixing up? Well, I think therein lies the key. So foundationally, it should be good. There also should be some effort and visibility in terms of the roof, the HVAC, the more important things, electrical, plumbing, etc. would rot clearly. But more importantly, aesthetically, it has to still be pleasing. And if it's in the middle of what I would consider a flip to be, meaning halfway through, so we've done structurally what needs to be done, but aesthetically we've not made any changes, then it's still, it it seems half done. Meaning when I'm showing it to a buyer, they're looking at it from a perspective of they didn't understand that there were foundational issues to begin with. So <laughs> that's what, my point. So, so all they're looking at is what they do. Now exactly. they may have done some things, but quite frankly, if you don't do the second part, then I think from a from a general perspective of those who are buying homes, they don't see the value. So it's a, a flipping a house in general. If you don't know, it's it's a quick profit kind of strategy. So the person wants to buy low, sell high, which everybody wants to do. But how do you pick the house? So you want to pick a house that has a foundation, a strong foundation, of course, is in a good location. Because if it's not in a good location, it won't matter what's good about the house. It's going to be harder to sell. And flipping is all about time. It's about timing the market and reading the market in a way that you can make the most money. Correct. But ju- again, it's all about location. If you if you buy a home that's not in a great location, which is going to be competitive, which makes it harder to buy low, then you're going to struggle when when you have to figure out what you need to do to be able to flip it. And I walk in and, and I laugh at a lot of them because there's no way to have done the house right and make a profit, make the profit that the investor felt they they deserve. No, not happening. And, and as the market has changed, even if you're in the right area, it still does not mean you can do just structurally what needs to be done. There has to be or more to it. Or you have to not think you're going to make 150000 on the house. Correct, correct. Uh, have some perspective. Correct. So part of my, in my notes when I was doing show prep, it's like when to flip. So it's when to buy and then when to sell. So you can buy it and you can hold it for a little bit, maybe rent it out, then fix it up and get it ready to sell. You got to watch the market. You got to watch your days on market. You got to watch how many homes are available on the market. Because if you're doing it in September with 20 other homes coming on the market, because it's the fall slowdown after kids are in school, you're going to have more competition 
you're going to feel outside pressures that you wouldn't have felt if you did it in February or March. So it's when to hold, when to flip. Is it rentable? So you have to make sure that the rents make your mortgage payment so that you can, you're not screwed. Correct. So you want to make sure it's a, it's a rentable location, quick to rent, desirable in location, desirable in its current condition, enough to rent it, unless you're going to gut it and start all over, which is another day. So when to hold, when to flip, when to rent. So type of work. So if you need to do the structural stuff to bring it up to just what it should be, as in a livable homeostasis kind of thing, just normal home, how much is that going to cost? Will you ever get that money back? You may not. I mean, if, if the average foundation work is ten thousand dollars, you you would really have to reduce the price to make that copacetic. Um, so, how much work? How much work would have to be done by a contractor versus yourself? Because Leon County and the City of Tallahassee require a lot of permits. If you're not the one doing it, so you have time you against you working in the City of Tallahassee as opposed to Leon County. You have time for the permit, time to get it reviewed, time to put it back, time to get the contractor out there, hope the contractor calls you back, which is an issue, hope the contractor gets the product, shit, together, and then gets the work done. And then do an appraisal before and after. So you want an appraiser on your side. It's one thing to have Lowe's on your side or Home Depot or a contractor. You need to know what that house is worth before and how much it's really worth after. And not your friend and appraiser. They're not going to tell you the truth in most cases. You need somebody who's going to tell you the true story. Look, this house is a wreck. You're going to have to put 25 in it to get the drainage fixed. And then what is this going to look like on the outside? How much, what are you going to get it for? I think I, I'll, I think also sometimes they're getting, whether they're these market analysis and or even appraisals, but that in and of itself still does not necessarily dictate what the market says. And the market says everybody wants Chip and Joanna Gaines and walking into something where you're asking top dollar and yet you've not put those finishes on is not going to warrant that type of price. No, because people are smart, especially if you look over the 200 and up range, because mm -hmm. that's less, fewer first-time home buyers. Right. So if you're flipping to who's your audience, right? if my audience is three to 500,000, it better be that three to 100, like a true, don't come in and thinking that you're going to make for 150 on a house. Well, and they know what you paid for it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows everything. So if you And think... you're calling people, I was hoping to make 110 on it. No, you're not getting 110. No. <laughs> you're not getting 110. You might have gotten 75 if you'd have done this sooner and done it the right way. Correct. But now you've got outside pressures that aren't even about your taste. Correct. You, you needed to do it in March. Correct. You needed to rush it. So is it rentable? Can I rent it until the next term and, and hopefully unload it then? It all depends on you know, it all what, depends. what they've done to it. You got because... to look at the days on market. So if the average days on market is 61, you have to price it. 61 days mean it takes 61 for the right person to see the house, make an offer, do their inspections. 61 days of, of cure time, right? Once that's 61 days, then you might get an offer, but then now you have the outside pressure of the, just the pricing. Right. After 61 days, if the average is 61, you have pressure pricing at that point. So this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. My number is 
888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-900-3000-888-
But more importantly, I think people want to see value. So for those that are getting stuck halfway in a flip, so structural, not aesthetic, there has to be something that shows the consumer value. So if I bought it for 100 and I'm trying to sell it for 300 you need something that shows value. And if it's receipts, invoices, and or a list of the items that you've done to it, that would go a long way. But you can't just put it in a place, in a market, and assume to get what your neighbor is. It doesn't work that way. No. It just doesn't work that way. And do your proper inspections. So you want to buy a house to flip. You can't really do the inspections, but you're going to get the same contingency period. You can't really do the inspections until you're under contract. Have a roofer look at it. Have an electrician, a plumber, uh, an HVAC. You don't have to do the full home inspection if you don't want to. Have those core group of people that are going to be doing the work. Look at it and see what you need. Correct. Does it need rewired? Because that's 10000 Does it need a septic? Because that's 10000 I used to say that's five. Now I say it's 10. It's 10. There have been a couple homes that I've had under contract over the years that the flipper never did a septic inspection. So now I know that up front, I asked the question. So we're doing the septic first. Right, agree. I wanna know the septic before I even do anything else because it's the home inspectors can't pull septic inspections. So I wanna know. So I do the septic first. You, there's no rule hard and fast in the contract that says you have to do the, sep, the inspection first, the home inspection, then the septic or the home inspection and the WDO. There's no rule, you can do whatever you want. You just only have 15 days to do it. Correct. So I flip and flop because if the septic hasn't been done and the seller's not going to fix it, I'm out and let him. Now he has to disclose, he or she, I don't want to hear about it. He or she has to disclose the uh, the actual working of the septic. Correct. Legally, they have to disclose. Correct. So once, statutorily. Once you know, you know. Once you know, you do know. So you got to tell. So I always, I always do that. How's my septic? If there's a question about a survey, encroachments, these are all things that can get you on the back end. If you're just trying to be cheap on the front end and just say, I'm only paying $100 a foot, well, then you're not making any money because you haven't done any work to find out, are you going to be able to sell it? And I see a lot of leftover stuff on the market that it, it appears to me that it was flip and they couldn't flip. So they're trying to get rid of it and it's it becomes a mess. Well, An absolute mess. The whole idea of flipping is the ability to flip it. So you might want to spend that additional time, money, and energy on those things that will make that happen. And know your audience of buyers. If you're under 200, that's one audience of buyer. And if you're over 200, that's a whole other concept. You better be prepared for experienced buyers to come through and say, this looks like lipstick on a pig. And there's a difference between flipping for a profit or living in a home, renovating it, and making money on the back end. There's a big difference between you're going to take better care of it Huge, and people overall, know and people are aware. They know when it's just crap cabinets and crap. Some people pay for that. They don't care as long as it looks gray and white. Correct. They don't care. And in the right location, they'll pay it. Well, But you got to know your audience. So going back to the appraisal side of it, your appraiser can do a before give you uh, get a list of specs from you that says this is what i want to do to the house and what will the aftermarket be because if all you're doing is paint and window treatments and flooring it may be a lot if you have to put a roof and a siding on it may not it may not increase the value it just brings it up to saleable so that's something to think about see see prior podcast in terms of deferred maintenance i mean 
people think putting the money into the home is increasing the value when it's deferred maintenance it doesn't increase the value you're bringing it up to the level it should have been to begin with i'm giggling because a realtor on facebook and in a realtor uh facebook group asked if my homeowner puts a new dishwasher in do they get full value no for the dishwasher <laughs> they, they will they get their money back yeah it must have been really tight that they i'm hoping that's the reason good gracious but no you just made your house saleable right. You may not make money on that purchase, but you've made it so someone will be willing to buy it. Well, additionally, they probably wouldn't know that the dishwasher wasn't working initially. However, when the inspection comes through, then they're going to find out, and then you have additional Which problems. Which just happened to me. I mean, it happened. It was a, and it's a separate situation, but the dishwasher didn't work. The seller says, oh, yeah, we've been having problems with it. Why don't you disclose it? So they didn't disclose, so we made the offer based on what we knew, and then they didn't want to fix anything, so we terminated. They didn't want to fix anything, and they knew it was wrong. I said, you got to talk to your sellers. That's a problem. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about flipping investments, investment properties, flipping and holding and staging. And a little bit of flopping. A little flop. Yeah, there's a risk. It, you're assuming a risk when you when you take that loan out and you're trying to make your money back in 90 days or 120. There's definitely a risk because you have outside forces, the government, taxation, fuel costs. In this town, football. So football is an outside pressure if the team's not doing well. So say I bought season tickets and I was hoping to sell my Florida Florida State ticket. You know what that's worth right now? Not, Not much. much. So I took a risk. I better enjoy the game because I'm going now. Because <laughs> I'm not going to, I may not be able to sell it for even face value. I don't know. But that's an outside pressure. The house is no different. Whatever somebody's willing to pay is what you can sell it for. Just because it has $80 on the ticket, or I don't even know what it is. This past week was 80 bucks. Just because there's 80 bucks on that ticket doesn't mean I can sell it for 80. Why is the house any different? True that. My car, it's not any different. I mean, I know people that have tried to refinance their vehicles, which I didn't even know you could do. That that exists. And they do like a a mini AVM on it. They want to know your mileage. They're going to do a Kelly Blue Book. And if you've unloaded some of the previous vehicle purchases that carried over into your new vehicle, um, yeah, they're not financing that. Yeah, it's unlikely that that's going to happen. So just because you're paying for it doesn't mean that someone's going to give you that money back. They're not. No. And then if you flip and you put all carpet in, shame on you. (laughs) Again, you have to do it in the right time. You have to do it the right way. I mean, there's just, you can't do it in a way that just makes things seem cleaner. That's a clean home. That's that's not flip worthy. No, no. Unless you're taking somebody out of trouble because there's some investors that'll come in, take over payments allow the owner to rent for a while. They'll take over the payment, let them stay, and then they fix it up. That's different, but that's a different type of investment yeah. because there are people that are doing that. That's completely different. Then you clean up the home because you're bringing it up to the level that it should have been Correct. anyway and bringing up to market standards. And if you're doing that, don't do carpet. Nobody don't do carpet. carpet. No. <laughs> this is Patty. Well, this is the, do you know the song? I do. I used to hear it's it. hold the line. I used to hear it a lot at Toto. the uh, Strawberry Festival in Plant City. <laughs> this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we're going to continue a little bit talking about flipping and holding. It's not in the way you've been treating my friends. It's not in the 
Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse Fantasy with Earth, Wind, and Fire because it's a fantasy to think you can sell a house for more than it's worth. <laughs> yeah, that is a fantasy. Didn't you get all these? Yeah, hold the line. It's all like, it's all little boxes, little ticky-tacky. Some houses are held up with ticky-tacky. All the music is like part of the theme. We have seen some of that where yeah. people would put stickers over. It's outlets. a fantasy, man. No, yeah, not in this town. Not though. here, but no. It's remember too, that was in Nashville where that really happened. Funny. Dude, they they didn't want to put a GFCI in. I saw it on Facebook. They put this uh, vinyl cover that looks like a GFCI groundfall interrupter on the cover, like that. Like the parents or the family of buyer wouldn't know. I'm somehow worried about the company that's making those. Like, why are they making those? Because <laughs> people buy them. It's funny in an airport. I mean, that would be funny. That's funny. I would love to see. You people. buy them for like ten bucks, you get twelve. So <laughs> you can put them in a lot of places. That would be. That, that would, would be, be funny in an airport. Yeah. So we've been talking about flipping and holding and staging, and the whole point is to ask a professional slash Scott and I about when to buy, when to sell, how to hold it if we can't flip it. If you can't flip it right away and you need to rent it, what's the rent amount going to look like? So we do a rent survey, which is actually part of an appraisal. So we do that. And we want to know with the the repairs that you believe that you need to bring it up, where would it sit on the market at that time? We have a house that's it was actually taken off because it's getting a roof and some work done. And Scott went in and he goes, this would be a good flip house. We should do this and we should do this. And I'm like, we don't need all that. You don't need all that to flip it. You might want to do it. It's great if you're going to hold it and have a tenant and get higher rent. That would probably bring higher rent. But it, it wasn't something that needed to be done just to flip it. Just no, there, there, there are things that do and there are things that are nice to have. Right. I'm, I think that's what makes us a good team is uh -huh. I often would overdo something and you and I hold you back. And you can keep it. Because the location was so good, it wasn't necessary. Correct. But there so, are things that are necessary. If you're going to do something in more rural area, you might need to do that. But like, take Wakulla. There's hardly anything for rent. If you're going to buy, you should buy to rent out there because there's so little. You're not going to the margin isn't that great for flipping. The margin is fantastic for renting. Depends on what type of investor you are. Yeah. And can you hold or do you want, right. or if you're trying to make that quick cash you're or do you want to, the long-term cash? trying to burn and churn. It is not your gig. Turning in it, burning it. Right. So this is where I wanted to bring Scott in. So we're talking about staging and flipping and we're Patty's Playhouse, the fun side of real estate. And we're having a new logo designed by Grova Creative. So I'm very excited about that. Hopefully it'll be in a couple of weeks. And we do podcast out to Stitcher and SoundCloud, Google Play, all the, all the good ones, iTunes, Spotify. Everywhere you are, we are. Try to, try to, mm -hmm. so staging a flip. So but my guess, and I'm the novice, Scott's the expert, stage to the age of the home. Absolutely. Don't and, try to bring a 90s look and, and into style, a 70s house. And style of the home. So sometimes age is, is a factor, but if a style is traditional and it's 1950s, I'm not gonna stage it with mid-century modern, or if it's mid-century modern, I'm gonna stage it with things that are low profile that fit the era of the home scale absolutely you've got you've got very low ceilings flat roofs no one wants to go in and see your overstuffed furniture in there just to take a space it doesn't make sense or metallics i mean again <laughs> you can get cheap stuff anywhere and often that uh, inexpensive i should say and often that is what 
people may do to stage, but if you're getting things because they're inexpensive but don't fit the home, then it's not going to, again, warrant the price that people are going to pay. It doesn't make sense to them. And people are way smarter these days. You have to understand smarter. it's not your house. You're you're buying it to to take care of it, bring it up to standard, and sell it. It's not your house. So you might not want to think about your own taste. You might want to ask a couple people, what should this look like on the inside? I think that's often the case is that it's just about putting stuff in it instead of the right stuff. So when I was going over uh, the, my logo, Grover Creative asked me for three or four logos that I really like so I know what direction to go in. And I went and asked other people. I didn't want it to be just mine. I wanted to think about what other people like. Makes so sense. I asked Molly. Molly came up with some really good ones. Nice. My daughter. I asked my sister who was in town. I wanted to know what did, what did you think was a great logo? Because it's not about me. I, I need. I've already decided I'm getting one. I want to know what attracts other people Correct. to the logo. That, that's I just the way want it, simple. I wanted it, it to be, be so simple. It was scary simple. Say, it could be one thing. It could be two things. But I want to know what does the what does the market want? Well, and what do they pay attention to? And that's why, I mean, seriously, that's what pictures are so important on MLS. Listen, I say that uh, a home often is like online dating. It's... You don't know till you get there because pictures show one thing, but it's the home that shows the next. But sometimes pictures often are underwhelming because they're not done right. And you or get mirrors are misplaced. Right. Or people in mirrors because they can't see oh, that right. they're in Or it. people are in showers, remember? I don't understand. images of the shower. It's beyond. If you're considering that, take a picture with your cell phone. Please don't use them in an MLS or always hire a professional, but you need to see what does this look like? What's the market going to see? Is this putting my best step forward? It's also the, the quality of the picture, the pixels, how much MLS can take. I mean, often people just don't know and they are doing what they think is <laughs> I right. Tried. But they I tried know. taking my own pictures. It was a no, it was shite. Well, it's very, I mean, taking a good picture takes some time and, uh, Getting it's it the done lighting. right is lighting Man, is you so have important. An eye. Lighting is important. And I think I'm pre-glaucoma or something, so I don't really see. I don't see as much as I used to, and it makes a big difference. You don't know where to catch the light, but it, I know what a good picture looks like. I do too, which is why I li literally go there every time the photographer is out there to make sure I'm standing behind them and seeing the picture before they right leave. there. Yeah. So I, if you have a sheen know. on your wall, you want to know, does that show up in the picture? If you have yellow walls, you want to know, how does that look in the picture? And it does. The mirrors, on both. how do they reflect the window? Is she going to, are the windows getting blown out because there's too much light? You have to look at all of that. What are the blinds Because doing? nobody is going in your house if the pictures look bad. Amen. They're just not. Unless it's a deal, then they don't care. And then it's, it's going to be. A problem. Anyway. Well, the unfortunate part is that if you have hired someone that doesn't understand that, then it's doing your home an injustice because, quite frankly, your home may be better than the pictures are. Right. But no one will know because they're not coming to see it. No. If you have a strange stencil or just something you just don't know that might be pleasing to the eye when you're in the house, but you have to get them in the house. Well, and decluttering before you take pictures people that go into bathrooms and taking a picture with your dirty towel laying around nobody wants to see that i it just read no an sense. article and it said every box that you pack makes you 500 dollars. agreed nobody and then you'll agreed. you'll hear sellers say well patty i have to live here um your house is now on the market you, you have to make a decision 
can you can you part with some tchotchkes to sell your home? But and Chris, if you can't, that's is fine. But we're probably going to tell Christmas you. Christmas is months away. Pack it. Pack Go it. Go to Hobby Lobby. You need to pack anyway. Put some stuff away. I had, a, I had a customer a couple weeks ago. We sold their house real quick, and they closed. And they we were seeing homes because they had to go look for a new house. And they asked Patty, "Why did they have all their stuff out?" I said, "Do you see their house under contract?" <laughs> it's, uh, no. Hello. It's, it's available, so that's a problem. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Yeah, and don't start putting up your Christmas tree too early. Especially Not if, if your house your is on the market. Right? Christmas lights, all that stuff, once it's down. And then you have to talk to your realtor. Once that comes down, if your house hasn't sold between December and January, uh, new you need new pictures. Because there's nothing There's nothing worse than trying to sell your house in real July estate and fail. saving your Christmas tree. That tells me you tried to sell it once and didn't, and now you're back. So can we go back to scale? Yeah. Can you tell people what that means? So scale. So the furniture scale fitting the house that you're trying to sell when you're staging it to sell. Making sure that the size is appropriate for the setting as well as the space between wall to wall and ceiling to floor. So you need things that are scalable, meaning if you've got really high ceilings, you have the ability to have higher back furniture. If it fits the room, if you have lower ceilings, you need lower furniture, like a, almost a 50s, 60s era. Things that are more mid-century modern, kind of low, what low, about low profile. What about kitchens? Kitchens, honestly are difficult, however important, because I think it's more of the scaling back in a kitchen more so than what you do to stage it. It's more about it looking crisp, clean, and functional than it is about, um, well, I say that with all due respect, but also if you need to paint your cabinets or get something brought to an era that is different than what it was, then sometimes you will have to make a change. If you walk into a house and you think they need additional storage because their stuff is out, it's probably not the house for you. So True. pack your stuff, right? On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about Garnet and Gold. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850 What good can drinking do? What good can drinking do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Yeah, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Well, I drink down the bottle. Next day, I feel the same. I Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and this is our Garnet and Gold segment. We were doing this before other people were. <laughs> we were doing most things before other people Yeah, we talk about beer and bourbon, wine. That's Garnet's wine. Gold is beer, bourbon. And what did you drink, Scott? And then we talk about should we pair it? Should we have it again? What's yeah. it cost? Yeah, that whole pairing thing is beyond me, but I drank the Cleaver. Ooh. Yes. Really good. Like Wally? Yes. And leave it to Beaver Cleaver. <laughs> yes. Um, it was not a BOGO. And it, I'm a little disappointed with Publix because their BOGOs lately have been non existent. So 
I have had to reach out and try other things. But this one was, it's dark, more full-bodied, even though it was a red blend. And I tasted plum in this one, which typically I don't taste a lot of. I paired it with nothing as per usual. So <laughs> paired it with an empty stomach? <laughs> I think I may have had the standard chicken and broccoli, but later in the bottle. Um, and it was so good that I bought another one. The cleaver. Which, the cleaver. And the whole idea behind the cleaver to what I read was to pair it with more meats. So like lamb. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. You're going to hatch it something. Yes. But it was really, like, really good. How did you pick it out? Uh, like most things, labels. Oh, really? Black plum, blackberry jam, and pepper. Is that what you're reading? Mm-hmm. I looked it up. Ah, well, it was definitely worth it. It was, it was 19, like $17 a bottle, something. Like it was that. like 19 and on sale for like 15, I want to say. But it was. Really, but you would definitely drink it again. Oh, I did drink it again. Oh, you did? Yes. I went back and got another bottle. It was the best of class in 2015. It really was good. I'm not going to lie. It no, was. I'm going to try and it. And a red blend is typically a little on the lighter side. What was it side. blended with? Is it, I, I, didn't, I didn't read that part, but I felt like it had more of a full bodied. Uh, blend in it than mm-hmm. most of them. So most of them like a Pinot and uh, Shiraz, but this one seemed more Cabernet, Merlot. And it was a California blend. wine? Yeah. Really good, though. And mine was, so I hadn't had anything to drink. I was out of town. I went to go see uh, my friend Deborah in Clearwater and then go see my daughter and, who came in to visit my mother. And we were in World Market. So I thought, oh, I'll find something different in here. But I'm really... This is why I ask other people's opinion, because I will just go back to the same Creature thing. Creature of habit. Mm-hmm. So I tried, I remember talking about Kentucky bourbon barrel mm-hmm. beer. Right. Well, they make another one called peach. So well, I thought, love That's, I love peaches. This is going to be delicious. Mm. No. I feel like it has to, well, I tried it cold. It was really, really cold. It was fine. You could smell the peach. I mm-hmm. do like that. It was very light. It was very summery. It had nothing like shock top at all. It was no... Like where Shock Top or Blue Moon, the citrus stays with it. The whole drink, it's not. Once you, don't laugh. Once you swallow. Mm. Once you, it's the, always a the, problem. The peach is gone. <laughs> it's just gone. So I don't know how else to say that without crying. There's no good way. <laughs> There's no good way. Like the peach just, it disintegrates. It doesn't stay in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> the way, the way also a problem. Anyway. It, it becomes like a wheat beer with a peach aftertaste, which isn't, it's not, it's not how I thought it would be. I thought it would be like a shock top or a blooming, very citrusy or one of the local craft beers. Yeah, I was wrong. I thought you were supposed to have some old fashions when I, you were there. Well, we didn't go anywhere to drink. So there was no place to have it. So Deb can't make an old fashioned? No. Deb drinks. What did she buy? She bought wine. She likes, she had sangria. Mm. So that's what she bought. It's one of the from World I, Market. I can't take. It's too sweet. She drinks everything. Ooh, we went to Mellow Mushroom and they had this. Oh, it was awful. It was like some pineapple margarita. No, it was awful. It was so sweet. It was like medicinal yeah. pineapple. No. Mm-mm. That's, a, that's So I, I don't drink a lot. I keep saying that, but I sat the beer down for a little bit, came back so it wasn't cold, cold anymore. That was horrendous. Awful. I just wrote away. It tur- completely turned me. It has to be ice cold because it tasted like 
The only you can think of is nail polish remover. But like be- it had a completely seems out. to me that it needs to be ice. No, cold. Germans do it warm all day. Yeah, well, I'm Irish all, but this was like peach schnapps gone bad. Oof. It was horrific, horrific. Yeah. I left the beer in the hotel room. I didn't even take it. Wow. And there was no pairing because it was just me and my kid and the grandchildren. So I, I wasn't pairing anything. Well, I I did some work on my old fashioned game this week so I, oh I, yeah your orange bitter i got the bitters and i got an orange and i got those uh lux luxor cherries mm-hmm. and putting a splash of the cherry juice in it made such a big difference now i'm on the hunt for some highball glasses that are a little girthy and less tall so <laughs> just saying girth yes the, the splash of the cherry juice from the Luxor cherries, the black yes. cherries. Yes. And what's that taste like? Is it like, is is it sweet like a maraschino or it's no. not? I mean, it's... it's could it, I, like, I could just drink maraschino juice. No, I, I mean, you might be able to drink this, but it's not as, it's not as sweet as that is. Not as sweet as that is. N- nor are the cherries that come in it. They're, they don't have... So, was there a recipe that said to splash that? No, I read like three or four recipes and I kind of just went about my business with the best of what I liked in the recipe. Which was? Well, I, instead of buying like a simple syrup, I put the the sugar cubes in oh. and muddled it with a, a cherry, and then I did a splash of the cherry What do you cube. muddle it in? Just a, a cup. Do you have a mortar? Yeah. A, it's a pestle. It's like a, it's like a little cup, yes. Yes, mm. I do. And then I got to the point where I made like three of them in one container so that when I wanted another one, it was easier to make. Because the whole process is quite lengthy. Unless you're doing it often, it seemed a little lengthy to me. Like how long? I mean... It's the reason why I don't cook. Well, for, for long, probably five minutes. The problem is really? you have to... Yeah, but you got to keep it all out. It, when you know I like everything in its place, it just... You got to keep it all out to have another one? Yeah. I'm not taking yeah, all not that out that. again. I mean, you got club soda. I mean, there's a lot going on. So I like everything to be there. So I just made three of them and kept it in a cup and just poured it over. That's ice. why I don't cook is the prep. The prep is If I could be like Rachel exhausting. Ray and just have the crap sat there when yeah. I'm getting home. And somebody to clean it after then that you. Then you can do it in Perfect. 27 minutes. Perfect. Minus commercials. But you can't do it. Actually, it'd be like 22 minutes. You can't really do it. Well, that it's whole. just that prep kit. Oh, my goodness. That's why I kind of like. Getting... But you like the experience of cooking, don't you? I do, but I'm I'm more of a sous chef than I am the person who cooks. So I'm good with getting. Are everything. you a sipper when it came to the old fashioned? Yes, actually I am. Yes. You're not going. Wine is hard for me to sip because I when I drink whether it's alcohol or something that has no alcohol, I tend to drink a lot of it. I really like that rare rare purple blend from last week. Then you really, really then you'd really love leave it to Cleaver. Leave it is it good. <laughs> Super good. Well, I have, uh, in the next week or so, we're going to start podcasting from the office in addition to our weekly radio show. You mean they get more? They will get more. Patty's Playhouse 2.0 or After nice. Hours. Ooh, I like Not that. for the children. Right. I started it yesterday. So Izzy Robertson, who's starting a tech show, who's on Sundays at 4 o'clock, came to my office. He's doing our new website. He came to our office. We all keep this stuff in the family. So Grover Creative did the new Real Talk you really are from logo. Huh? You really are from Kentucky. I am. One, <laughs> one branch. Keep it all in the house. 
And I started it yesterday. And of course, it doesn't sound as good as the radio. I'm the one mixing it, Lord. But it it's still, it's still nice. Well, it just doesn't have that richness that the radio has when someone's listening to it. But I got, I figured out how to get the music uploaded and how to trim the music down. And then I can save it so I can use that same music throughout podcasts. I don't have to, I don't have to do it every time. Well, which is pra- half the battle. Practice makes perfect. Eventually we'll have a station in our office. Pretty much. Have, I'm going to get the panels. Yeah. Whenever somebody walks in from the bus stop like they did today. You didn't Again? lock it. Yeah. You didn't lock when you left. Well, no, I didn't actually. You're right. <laughs> nope. Some did guy walks in. they take their shoes off? No, he just walks in and That's asked to meet with me. And I told him he had set an appointment. What, what meet with you about? I don't know. Oh. I just had him leave. <laughs> I don't know if it was about real estate or not. I was on the phone with my son. I was eating my Taco Bell salad. And the guy just walks in. Talk, I haven't had a Taco Bell it was salad delicious. in 20 years. Ta- not Taco love- Bell salad. It was Wendy's taco salad. I used to love the shell, how it broke out. Oh, no. Wendy's doesn't provide a shell, which is the reason I had it. That's a problem. But they provided a lot of chili. Well, which makes the time. I do like their chili. But I'm sitting there eating, and some guy just walks in and says, "Can I meet with you?" Um, no. Like prayer okay. <laughs> You said an appointment. Here's my. Did he have a Bible? No. Goodness. Well. Luckily, least, he left. I just like when people keep their shoes on. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's important. Thanks for listening, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Have a great weekend. <laughs>